Save 10%. We're back again. Hi, how was your weekend? It's 6.09 on this Monday, December 4th. It is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. And there's a lot of things I think you need to know. We'll start with three. Uh, number Ew. one, yes, uh, Senator Jeff Flake voted for the uh, the tax reform bill, but only, you ready for this, what was his biggest priority? Making sure DACA people get amnesty. Oh, yeah. Because he cares about Americans and tax reform and the country. Who's like, hey, what's your biggest thing? Like, you want to make sure rates are lower and this and that? No, I want to make sure that we can give amnesty to illegal aliens. That's my biggest concern. I'm Jeff Flake. We'll get to that. Uh, Second thing that I think you need to know. This is huge. Uh, Toward the end of the show on Friday, we uh, we aired that uh, Brian Ross report on ABC News. Uh, where he said that uh, uh, Flynn, a source tells him that Flynn is going to testify against Trump about all kinds of stuff that happened and blah, 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 blah. And it was before, you're like, I can't remember. Did we, did we even put that in the system? Or did I just plat? I don't think we did either. Um, and they deleted everything. But we could find it on YouTube because it's the internet. It's like herpes. It lasts forever. Anyway, uh, turns out that Brian Ross was uh, giving fake news. And by, and of course, it never has the same effect because everybody's going crazy. Wait till you hear Joy Behar and the rest of these hyenas anyway brian ross uh after abc news by friday night retracted it on their abc world something which nobody watches the night you know nobody watches that tweet was seen twenty five thousand times with that statement before it was deleted so uh not gonna have the same effect but whatever i mean it is what it is uh so brian ross apparently they said they walked it back and realized it wasn't true so they suspended Brian Ross at ABC News for four weeks without pay. This is like the third time that he has done something huge like this. By the way, market dropped 350 points. Media's going crazy. Trump tweets out, um, uh, he, he tweets out, uh, hey, maybe you should get a lawyer if you lost some money. And, oh, how can he do this? He's only doing it. He doesn't think you're going to get a lawyer, you idiots. He's only pointing out how stupid and bad the fake news is. But whatever, it's. Anyway, third, that's crazy. Third thing I think you need to know, oh, this is huge, huge. We now find out that an FBI agent that was part of uh, Robert Mueller's special counsel to investigate the Russia-Trump alleged collusion ties, whatever, right? Or I should say ties. They're trying to find out if there's collusion. But ties, right? Turns out, like, his main investigator from the FBI is a major Trump hater. Uh Oh, apparently this guy will get into this. Um, Peter Strozik is his name. And he apparently was sending some anti-Trump texts to his girl. Well, he was married and having an affair with another FBI employee. And they were sending texts back and forth to each other. He was sending, he was sending her all kinds of anti-Trump stuff. And he also happened to be like one of the lead investigators on the Hillary Clinton email scandal. Uh-oh. Boys with Comey. Uh-oh. And now was hired by Robert Mueller. He was removed three months ago, and Congressman Devin Nunez was trying to figure out why he was removed, and the FBI and the Department of Justice would not answer until it was leaked out Saturday that this guy was removed by Robert Mueller because of a story about, uh, well, well, because of uh, the idea that he apparently was biased toward, uh, towards Trump, hated Trump, loved Hillary. Did Mueller not know about all this stuff? 
How many others are on this? I mean, they, we all know that just about, I think every lawyer on there is, an, is a Hillary lover. One even worked, one of the lawyers that's working with Mueller on the special counsel actually used to work for the Clinton Foundation. This whole investigation is a crock. It is a crock of garbage. Again, Flynn, uh, Flynn, they, they were trying, this whole thing started because they're trying to figure out if Russia helped Trump win the election. They got Flynn lying on a technicality in December when they illegally unmasked him on a wiretapped phone call. Or it's not wiretapped anymore. It's the old school term. It was in December. It was after the election was won. So who cares? You can't find anything. But they got this guy uh, now out. And now people are saying, why, oh, why, oh, why was this guy on this team to begin with? And this makes you have no faith in the FBI. You want to know why Flynn lied? Maybe this is why Flynn lied. You don't trust the FBI. Three things I think you need to know. So it's freaking huge as to what is going on. Huge. Well, let's go back to Jeff Flake for a second. Well, actually, before we even get to Jeff Flake, uh, if you don't know where we are here in Tucson, we are we are at Oracle in Fort Lowell. And it's kind of a shady parking lot. There's a quick trip here, which has improved it because it means there's more lights, right? Yep. But there are some weird things that we see. And it's hilarious because uh, our office decided to change hours um, to try to make it more safe by saying we're going to be open now from 8 to 5 instead of 8.30 to 5.30 because uh, there were some women that were here that said we want, we want to get out of here while it's still light out. I totally understand it, right? Yeah. However, it's like, well, can my morning show be changed to 7.30 in the morning when the sun comes up? No! So Ryan told Please. me, what did you see? When This is the first. We've seen a lot of that. I've seen a guy eat leaves off a tree branch. I've seen, there's a guy right now, they're sleeping outside uh, of the front door, which is, which is nice. Apparently, Ryan said there was some guy trying to talk to him, even though he was passed out. Um, uh, what, what, else, what else is going on? What, what did you see? No. What else did you see? Uh, this morning for the first time ever. When I pulled in at 5 o'clock, I saw a grown adult man riding a big wheel as if it was his car and it was the thing mm, to do. Big wheels. <laughs> big green machine, to be exact. I had a big green machine <laughs> when, I I was, when I was like six. You'd go really fast. You'd hit the brake and turn to try to, yep. you know. Yeah, drift around the corner. Yeah, and, uh, and there's an adult. There was an adult. <laughs> A man, a grown man, a grown man, riding in our parking lot. In front of my parking spot, nonetheless. Yeah, honk the one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't want to run me over. <laughs> I'd do a drive-by on me. So here no. in this awesome parking lot, we have adults. I mean, I'm sure they're not on anything. Adults riding around at 5 o'clock in the morning by, you know, no doubt. No lights, nothing. It's still kind of a dark parking lot. Oh, yeah. And you can't really see it. He's riding around in a big wheels, a big green machine fantastic and i thought i saw it all at that point and i'm like all right i should get my camera and take a picture no he may try to beat me yeah, up. that's true get inside quickly and then you had to hop over the guy that was passed out yeah, in front, front of the front door, door. who's having his buddy talk yeah about so it's just fantastic that's great <clears throat> it could have been worse could have been matt lauer <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping for harvey oh my God. <laughs> is that bad <laughs> he took it out he took it out anyway uh so jeff flake what do you think you you should be mad at Jeff Flake. You should be disgusted at Jeff Flake, but it shouldn't surprise you. I mean, you listen. I I joke around that you know this stupid in this world makes my job easy. I mean, there's positive things to talk about. There's great things to talk about. 
Uh, but just the utterly stupid where you get frustrated. I guess my wife, she, she may, maybe it's just me. And like, I, after doing this for so many years, psychologically, I blocked it off to where, you know, really crazy, bad, whatever news doesn't affect me anymore. I don't let it because I've seen so much of it. And uh, you know, my wife will get fired up. You'll get fired up. And I get it. I get it. Maybe I just have, I, I disassociate. Uh, but when it came out Friday, as soon as our show, literally like, like two minutes after our show ended, I went, Oh my God, Ryan, look at this. Oh, and I said, call HR. my guy. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just kidding. He took it out. Anyway, um, this was just, this was insane. Jeff Flake sent out a tweet that he voted for the tax reform, but only when he got assurance that there would be a solution for the DACA people. And I put it on my Facebook page. You can go see it for yourself. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow, please. I tweeted out, Jeff Flake tweeted, quote, this is his tweet. I will support tax reform bill after securing language to eliminate an $85 billion budget gimmick, as well as commitment from the administration and Senate leadership. You ready for this? To advance growth-oriented legislative solution to enact fair and permanent protections for DACA recipients. For amnesty. Amnesty. I like the language. We want to advance growth. So giving amnesty, apparently, to DACA people, to illegal aliens, advances growth-oriented legislative solutions. This is what was the most important thing to Jeff Flake. Oh, yeah. Again, uh, well, you know, I think corporate tax should be at 20, not 22. I want to make sure it stays there. Nope, 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 nope. I want to make sure that those uh, other high-priced states, they don't get to keep writing off their stuff so we keep subsidizing them. Nope, 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 nope. We got to knock the uh, individual income tax rate down a few points. Nope, no, 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 no. I want to make sure, if you want my support on tax reform, you have to give amnesty to DACA people. So again, you hear this, and it outrages you just like it outrages me, but at the same time, you sit back and say, what would you expect? And for this this guy, Jeff Flake, to get up there and tell the mayor of Mesa a couple weeks ago, man, if the party of, if the Republican Party becomes a party of Trump and Roy Moore, we are sunk. Dude, it was sunk because of you. And then Trump came by and has pretty much saved it. Guys like you and Mitt Romney and McCain are the losers because you lose. Thus, you see, you lose, you're a loser. What have you won? Romney lost, McCain lost, you quit because you knew you were going to lose, your little ego couldn't take it, and and now we have this. So Jeff Flake secures commitment on DACA to vote for tax reform. I mean, it's, it literally makes so sense. You know what? I will take those sneakers. I will buy these sneakers from you only if I can get a gift certificate to the pizza place at the other end of the mall. It's the only way I'll do it. Wait, that, that has nothing to do with any. It doesn't matter. It's what I want. This was this is what he went in there to make sure he got. And you know, I hope that the Trumpster doesn't just all of a sudden go, yeah, yeah, yeah or Mitch McConnell, yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you never know what they're gonna do. You never know. Of course, he still hasn't said anything about Conyers and uh, and all this other crap, but whatever. You know, he's a he's a total hypocrite. Total hypocrite. So there's the latest on Jeff Flake, eight eight zero KNST, eight eight zero five six seven eight. Um he is he's just he's just not a good guy. You might think he is.
but he's not. You know, even if he could somehow just say, I want to make sure, if he was responsible, I want to make sure that we look at every, we relook at every single application and check it better. We can't just give the ultimate vetting. Can you get the Matt O'Brien soundbite? Uh, there's a few of them. Uh, I want to make sure that we, we know who is coming into this country for the safety of Americans. We can't just put a, a stamp on everybody, a rubber stamp, go, welcome, 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 because it's just not very responsible, right? We had the guy, Matt O'Brien, on the show a couple months ago, who was the guy that was in charge of this whole program for USCIS, Citizenship and Immigration Services. He was on this show talking about how the DACA, he was there when, when Obama was, was, you know, basically said just approve everybody. Approve everybody. Um... You know what? Let's, uh, which one's a good one? Uh, yeah, try that one right there. This is one thing Matt O'Brien said about it. Go ahead. And the problem is this extends beyond just the DACA program. When I was the chief of national security at FDNS, we had a woman who was um, of an Iranian background who applied for citizenship. We found, based on her travel pattern in her application, information that she provided to us thinking that we wouldn't notice that she had been in Iran for the Islamic Awakenings Conference, Uh. which is Iran's way of uniting with the Muslim world and encouraging people from that community to do bad things in other countries. We looked on YouTube and found her chanting death to America with the Ayatollah. Mm. And the Office of Chief Counsel at USCIS didn't want us to deny her citizenship application because they said it was a free speech issue. And that's connecting, play the bottom one, because there were DACA recipients that had ties to terror. Here we go. There were people with ties to terror. There were people with gang affiliations. Mm. There were people with criminal records. Uh, The whole program was just a giant funnel for fraud. Yep. And, uh, you know, it bothered me if Trump gave, you know, rubber stamp for this, too, because they know it. But he, okay, but it's going to be okay? We're going to just willingly take it? Trump better not just give it a one fell swoop. But Jeff Flake has no problem with it. They're all good people. They're kids. Uh, yeah, there you go. 623. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, there's more unbelievable news. Uh, guess up, apparently there's already predictions of the uh, growth of our economy in the fourth quarter. Wait till you hear that. We'll get to the Brian Ross stuff. We'll get to the FBI stuff uh, about this uh, Trump-hating FBI agent that was part of the Mueller team. Uh, but we'll get to the uh, the unbelievable economic news that's coming up. And and guess who all of a sudden has eased up on this Roy Moore? Now even CBS polls, those crooked polls from the mainstream media, are showing Roy Moore is going to win in, in Alabama. Uh, and and what, what do the people think? Do they, they even believe these stories? Wait till you hear all that. It's coming up in about 5 KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Talk. 631. Thank you for hanging out. When is it going to get cold? Oh, we're in Tucson. I like it. I can turn on I, the air conditioner. No. Well, it's cold in the studio. We're trying to create the cold. For Anyway. You are. Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Uh, it's beautiful. at 52. It feels good, though. 73 for a high today. It was supposed to be in the 60s tomorrow, uh, but we'll be back in the 70s next week. Oh, maybe even this weekend. 76 next Wednesday? They don't know what it's going to be. Back anyway, in the 70s, man. Yeah, you're stuck in the 60s. Anyway, so, uh-huh. Um, real qu- really quick. Uh, the New York Fed is predicting, you ready for this? Uh, GDP of 3.9% for the fourth quarter. It Again, it could be wrong, but... They're forecasting our, our GDP to hit its highest point um, 
at 3.93. We've gone from 3 to 3.3 to 3.93. That means the economy is growing bigly. Obama couldn't get this stretch. Uh, Yeah. Oh, this is because of everything Obama did. Oh, okay. So for eight years of malaise, now it's kicking in. Uh, Things are going well, but the media only wants you to talk about... uh, well, Flynn and Russian, it turns out they got caught lying about that. Oh, and by the way, you have the big uh, election down there in Alabama coming up. I think it's December 12th. Uh, all of a sudden, Mitch McConnell, who's like, he needs to go away, Roy Moore, he needs to do this. All of a sudden, he came out over the weekend and was like, well, it's up to the people of Alabama to figure out what they're going to do about uh, this, uh, this, uh, this situation. Yes. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, Mitch McConnell, good old Mitch is not tearing into Roy Moore and saying he's got to go and he's got to do this and he's got to do that because Mitch realizes his own future is on the line. And I think he's realizing, crap, man, we got caught. I think it was an establishment, uh, Republican and establishment Democrat thing to try to take down Roy Moore. It, 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 It may still be true. But considering all of the evidence hasn't added up, the yearbook, everything, I mean, give me a break. When the we had we played the soundbite of the owner of the mall was like, we never banned Roy Moore from coming to this mall. We never we played it, we never did that. Takes a lot out of it, right? Yeah. McConnell last month said Moore Moore should step aside. The women who've come forward are entirely credible. He's obviously not fit to be in the US Senate. <clears throat> look at the others that are in there. And we've looked at look at all the guys, $17 million in uh, payouts to victims of sex assault and sex harassment. Roy Moore, okay. Anyway, we've looked at all the other options to try to prevent that from happening. Right, 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 right. And all of a sudden, he said the uh, Alabama voters should, quote, make the call. Funny how that changes. All right, we're going to make fun of Joy Behar. Wait till you hear this hyena's reaction to the fake news that came out on Tuesday from Brian Ross. Oh, uh, man, and, and then we'll get more into this. With all this fake news and everything, and ABC's a real wuss of a job of trying to uh, put out a, a statement saying we screwed up. Way to hear how weak that is. It's all coming up on KNST in about five. Here is the news. Leading talk. Yes, 642, and there are three things I think you need to know. Number one, Jeff Flake voted for tax reform and bragged about the reason why he voted for it, because he was given... Uh, well, he was he was told, yes, fine, You want to you, what it's going to take to vote for this uh, there, uh, Jeffy? And he said, I need a guarantee that the DACA recipients, the illegal aliens, will be uh, taken care of in a positive way. We're going to give them amnesty. And they said, okay, you got it, Jeffy. So Jeffy's thing was to make sure the illegal aliens that got DACA permits get amnesty. Isn't that just nice? Oh, he cares about you. Oh. Second thing that I think you need to know, man, oh, man, oh, man. Turns out uh, Brian Ross suspended fake news brian ross that's going to be his nickname fake news uh because the story that he reported and we played on friday announced by the way it's like scrubbed from the internet turns out it was fake he reported a source told him that uh, F- uh flynn was ready to testify over everything about trump and it was all about candidate trump's all about that and it's going down turns out it was fake news Wait to hear Joy Behar go crazy for this. I'll play for you Brian's retraction, and he's now been suspended, but all about fake news. There's nothing on Trump with this Flynn thing. Nothing. Third thing that I think you need to know is that uh, now we find out there's more crazy stuff going on. I mean, this president, it's been a year since he won the election. Not a year since he's been in office. This is like, this is the biggest witch hunt in, in, in American history. 
this is this should go down in the history books as I mean the most ridiculous uh, attack on a president ever in the history of this country. Turns out that uh, the special counsel Bob Mueller he's been investigating Trump and trying to find ties between Trump and Russia and can't find anything. Well, the Flynn Flynn lied about talking to a Russian ambassador. By the way, we'll play that sound by two coming up. The Obama administration said they had no problem with him reaching out to the Russian ambassador, uh, but. It turns out that one of the main investigators, big-time FBI guy, big-time Trump hater, text messages to a a woman he was cheating on his wife with, who also worked at the FBI, showed how much he hated Trump. And Bob Mueller removed him from the investigation three months ago, but they would never tell Congress why. Remember, Devin Nunez, a Republican, asked a lot of times the the DOJ and the FBI, why why is this guy gone? Let me know, why is this guy gone? What's going on? And they hit it, and they hit it, and it came out over the weekend in a big bombshell story. This guy hated Trump. And when it was finally known, they said, okay, you're off the case. So how many other Trump haters are on the case? How many other? I mean, can we really trust this investigation? That's the point. We'll get to that. Three things I think you need to know. However, uh, let's play the Brian Ross retraction. Brian Ross, fake news Brian Ross. He's the same guy. We played this stuff in the past where he claimed that uh, the Aurora, Colorado shooter, James Holmes, was the same James Holmes who was a Tea Party member. He was wrong on that. Uh, I did another story about weapons of mass destruction. Is Dom Hussein after 9-11 wrong on that? He, he goes for all these stories and he's wrong. Listen to him. After he came out that story, uh, he said that, oh, they, they, Flynn's going to just go after Trump and it's all over. And, well, the markets dropped 350 points. Uh, it, it totally took away the news of the Senate uh, passing their version of tax reform. And then by that night, after everybody's talking about it, he finally apologized, realized he screwed the pooch. Listen to this. A clarification tonight on something one of Flynn's confidants told us and we reported earlier today. He said the president has asked Flynn to contact Russia during the campaign. He's now clarifying that, saying, according to Flynn, candidate Trump asked him during the campaign to find ways to repair relations with Russia and other hotspots. And then after the election, the president-elect asked him to, and told him to contact Russia on issues, including working together to fight ISIS. Yeah, and that's, that's normal. You know what's crazy? When Obama was a candidate, though, in 08, before he was the actual uh, president, just a candidate, he sent people overseas to start doing things. Nobody said anything. Whoops. Clarification, huh? Give me a break. ABC said, quote, we deeply regret and apologize for the serious error we made yesterday. The reporting conveyed by Brian Ross during the special report had not been fully vetted through our editorial standard process. Did he just go on the air? Like, put me on. I don't care. I mean, is he that guy? Hey, Brian, you do realize that if this isn't right, you're going to affect a lot of things around the world. You're going to basically say that the president is in big trouble. Yep, good to go. ABC said, as a result of our continued reporting over the next several hours, ultimately we determined the information was wrong, and we were corrected the mistake on air and online. Why do we get the story right and retain the trust we have built with our audience? You have some? These are our core principles. We fell far short of that yesterday. Effective immediately, Brian Ross will be suspended for four weeks without pay. How do you not fire the guy? I mean, I don't want to see people just lose their jobs, but why would you ever believe anything this guy says? Right? Where do you have that basis to go, oh, yeah, I trust that. And same thing with ABC. All the media, all they do is try to destroy Trump. That's it. That's it. Nothing else. They just try to destroy Trump. Huh. Well, um, before I play more for you, um, Ryan, I'm going to put something in real fast. This is uh, 
This is what he said when the Aurora shooting happened, uh, Aurora, Colorado shooting, the movie theater shooting. Listen to what he said. Here we go. I want to go to Brian Ross here, because Brian, you've been looking at investigating the background of Jim Holmes, and you found something that might be significant. There is a Jim Holmes of Aurora, Colorado uh, page uh, on the Colorado Tea Party site as well, mm. talking about him joining the Tea Party uh, last year. Now, we don't know if this is the same Jim Holmes, but it's uh, Jim Holmes of Aurora, Colorado. Isn't that nice? So I'm not really sure, but I'm going to go on with the story anyway. This is what this guy does. So they're a joke. If you want to know, again, why it's fake news, there you go. And uh, the president tweeted out, basically, if he lost some money, maybe you should get a lawyer and sue ABC over this. Because the market dropped 350 points. It corrected by the end, but, I mean, come on, enough is enough. So you have that. Now you want to hear how the uh, cackling hyena sounded? Joy Behar? Oh, yeah. Joy, oh, yeah. Uh, Joy Bay are the first one, right? Yeah, 90. Uh, this is, she was handed a card by a producer, got a blue card. Breaking news. She's like, oh, okay. Listen to the cackling hyena, Joy Behar, not even understand what she was saying. Here we go. ABC News' Brian Ross is reporting Michael Flynn promised full cooperation to the Mueller team and is prepared to testify that as a candidate, Donald Trump candidate. directed him to make contact with the Russians. Yes! There's a lot of cheering. Yes! A lot of cheering. Outstanding. Wow. Outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, oh and it's God. beginning to look a lot like collusion. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You get a car, you get a car, you get a car. We actually in the audience, by the Oh, so remember when they were so outraged when we'd say that about Hillary? Yeah, sorry, you're just wrong. And there's more. Let's go to the next one of Joy Behar and the others. Go ahead. On election night, yeah. I had to wear a veil. I was in mourning. Yeah. So veil. this is like the that's antithesis true. of that hideous night. Well, and that's why I'm happy. Even though there's clapping and screaming and yeah. everyone's excited, it, it, it's also a mixed emotion which thing. Is which is Which right. is bad, but it doesn't. Mm, that doesn't mean it's good for the country either way. That's really bad if the present day president is... Is, there is collusion proven here. So it's not that it's a happy day. It's we need to figure out what went down here. Mm -hmm. Like that, I, I can't find myself cheering either. Oh, no, it's a happy day. Come on. Well, <laughs> come on. I am, I am more concerned. He is going to be taken down for what he did. And this country can start to heal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How does the country heal? By these people just admitting that Trump won and just get on with it. I like that. And if you don't like it, get your own candidate. Good luck with this whole Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden thing. I'm sure it's going to work out well. <laughs> and Pocahontas or Focahontas. Good luck. I'm sure it's going to work out very well. Because let me, again, facts, facts, facts. Let's play something real fast. 651 right now on KNST AM You know what's 790. funny about that? What, what, all what? those people you just named. They're all old white people that everybody complains about. Yep. That they don't want. But supposed they to be want to diverse. put them up there. Yep, right, yep, exactly. Good luck with Kamala Harris. That'll work out real well, too. The senator. Who? What? Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Good bench. Good bench. Uh, let's play uh, 89. Mark Toner, State Department. Uh, right after Trump won, uh, this has been probably in December of uh, last year, Mark Toner, State Department spokesman under Barack Obama uh, and John Kerry at the time, asked by a member of the media about uh, Trump's people. As president-elect contacting Russians. Here we go, listen. The, the, this building doesn't see anything necessarily 
uh, you know, inappropriate about contact between members of the incoming administration and foreign officials, no, no. matter what country they're from. No. Right? No. No. And, and no. again, this has been ongoing. I mean, we stand ready if they want to work through the State Department to contact some of these individuals. Um, mm. But we have no, um, you know, no comment or no uh, uh, problem with them doing such on their own. There you go. So if you don't know, this whole start, this whole thing started because Flynn was talking to the Russian ambassador, Sergei Kislyak, on the phone. And like we always do, we had people listening to their phone calls, the Russians. Uh, but we are not supposed to know who is on the other end because they don't, the, the FBI, uh, intelligence sources, they do not have the legal permission to know who is on the other end. It turned out to be Michael Flynn on the other end. Somebody, whether it's Susan Rice or uh, the ambassador, uh, uh, Susan Powers, we, we don't know. Um, we, should, we should know. Somebody ordered that we need to know who was on that phone call. We need to know. And illegally, it was leaked out that Mike Flynn was on that. Then Mike Flynn was asked by the FBI, did you talk to the Rush? He said, no, he, he lied. That's where it came from. It had nothing to do with Trump and Rush collusion. Turns out, again, it was all after Trump won, which was totally fine. So this is a bunch of garbage, right? And at 7 we'll get to the dirty FBI agent uh, who loved Hillary and hated Trump. That's coming up, 653 on KNST. Yeah. Hello, how you doing? It is your morning ritual. It's 7.07, and it's me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 792 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. There are three things I really do. I had a good weekend. It just didn't stop. It was a good weekend. Three things that I think you need to know. Number one, uh, Senator Jeff Flake actually voted for the tax reform bill in the Senate but only after he was assured that he could get amnesty for illegal aliens. That's right. For the DACA people. That's what he cared about when it came to your money and tax reform in this country and business and your wallet. He put the illegal aliens' livelihood and well-being above yours. But would you expect anything differently from Jeff Flake, huh? What a, yeah, you know. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that uh, the Brian Ross story about Mike Flynn ready to testify about Trump because... As a candidate, Trump told him to call Russia and work some things out. Turned out that was a lie. That was fake news. That was reported toward the end of our show on Friday. And by Friday evening, if you were one of the 10 people that watch ABC World News tonight, you saw him retract it. But that was after the whole world went crazy. Joy Behar, other people. This is it. We got him. Fake news. ABC retracted it. Suspended Brian Ross for four weeks without pay for doing more fake news. Uh, even though it made the markets drop 350 points. Oh, yeah. Fake news, fake, 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 fake. Third thing that I think you need to know, we're going to get into this. This is uh, this is huge. Um, it turns out that as, I mean, you'll probably figure this out once I tell you it, if you haven't already. Um, the Mueller investigation is dirty. It is really dirty. One of the lead FBI agents on Mueller's team turns out to be a big-time Trump hater was having an affair with another FBI uh, agent and sent her all kinds of Trump-hating texts. And you know what? He hated Trump so much, but he was also in charge of the Hillary email scandal. Uh-oh. He was investigating all of Hillary's emails. He was part of the interview process on that July 4th weekend with Hillary that wasn't recorded. She wasn't under oath. Wonder why? And he was investigating Trump. He was removed, and you'll hear this, months before, like month, three months ago, 
And there was, there was one Republican congressman, Devin Nunez, want to know why, and nobody would answer him because they knew this would be bad. And it leaked out over the weekend, and all of a sudden now they're going, oh, he was removed because of a you know bias. Uh, we'll get into that. Three things I think you need to know. This is huge. How can you trust what the FBI is doing? Can you trust them? I know I can't. Uh, and this is not every FBI agent. And let me tell you, I guarantee this. I guarantee you there are FBI agents that agree with President Trump who basically said the FBI is, uh, is in a rough spot right now. But we'll bring them back because they were led by Crooked Comey. And there are other people. Uh, Andrew McCabe, who was in charge of it for a little bit till they, till they got their guy who's running it now. Andrew McCabe's wife was running for office in Virginia and was a big Hillary supporter and got money from Hillary's peeps. There's just conflicts of interest everywhere, everywhere, right? An anti-Trump FBI agent is the one that led the Hillary Clinton. But we'll get to all this. It's the same guy. So Trump is taking heat because he tweeted out after years of Comey with the phony and dishonest Clinton investigation and more. Running the FBI, its reputation is in tatters, worst in history, but fear not, we'll bring it back to greatness. And all of a sudden the media is like, oh, you know what, the FBI agents have a problem with that. No, I bet you the FBI agents that are mad as hell at what has happened. And they realize it's kind of a mess right now. It's a huge mess. And there's more. Uh, So you want to hear this? Byron York, the Washington Examiner, broke this over the weekend. Uh, Nunez, it's Congressman Devin Nunez, Republican. Nunez blows up, threatens contempt after FBI Stonewall's House on Russia investigator demoted for anti-Trump bias. Now, this guy hated Donald Trump, still hates Donald Trump. It's never going to go away. When you hear everything that this guy was in charge of, you're gonna, your head's going to spin, right? So Devin Nunez, he's the House Intelligence Committee chairman. He has been wanting to know why Robert Mueller kicked this FBI agent, a supervising FBI agent off the Trump-Russia investigation. Did it three months ago, and his radar went up, and he's like, why would you kick this guy off? He's a supervising FBI agent. He's very key to what you're doing. Over the weekend in the Washington Post and New York Times, it leaked out why. The FBI agent's name is Peter Strozik. And he was a, he had a key role in the original FBI investigation into the Trump-Russia matter, then had a key role in Mueller's investigation, Right. And before that, had played a very key role in the FBI's Hillary Clinton email investigation. But he got reassigned out of Mueller's office because of the anti-Trump texts that he exchanged with a top FBI lawyer named Lisa Page, with whom this Peter Strozik was having a, an affair with. Uh-oh. So this Strozik went from being such a big dog to going, you ready for this? You gotta love it. Transferred to the FBI's Human Resources Office. How do you put this guy in the human resources office? I'm pretty sure it's an HR violation when you're sleeping with another person in the office and you did all these things badly. Hey, I have an idea. Let's put him into HR so people complain to him. He could take care of it because they can't fire them. Government worker. I mean, I'm sure it's probably so hard to get rid of this guy. He was being protected or something. You put this guy that has committed so many HR violations in the HR department. What are you, nuts? All right. There's... Uh, we're just getting started, by the way. This is just beginning. Oh, yeah. The Washington Post reported that Peter Strozik and this Lisa Page exchanged text messages that expressed anti-Trump sentiments and other comments that appeared to favor Hillary Clinton. 
Word of the messages and the affair were news to Devin Nunez, even though his committee issued a subpoena that covered information about this Peter Strozik's demotion about three months ago, over three months ago. They wanted to find out why he was demoted. There's got to be a reason. What's going on here? What are you trying to hide? By the way, this subpoena for information related to the so-called Trump dossier went to the FBI and the Department of Justice on August 24th, a long time ago. There were follow-up conversations about the subpoena. Apparently, committee staff told the FBI and the DOJ it included information on this guy's reassignment. So on October 11th, Devin Nunez met with the Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. This guy's dirty, too. He appears to be. In that meeting, Nunez specifically discussed the committee's request for information about this guy. That was October 11th. Peter Strozik. October 31st, committee staff meeting with the FBI, bureau officials. They refused a request for information about this guy that was pulled off the case. We're not going to give it to you. By the way, Jeff Sessions recused himself, so he can't even do anything. That's why Trump's pissed at Jeff Sessions. On November 20th, the committee met again. Requesting an interview with this Peter Strozik. Denied. But on November 17th, a few days before, Strozik met with said intelligence committee. Anyway, November 29th, Devin Nunez again spoke to Rod Rosenstein and I guess talked about this guy Strozik. Again, December 1st, said we need to speak with Strozik. Nothing's happened. Until this story came out. In what appears to be an orchestrated leak, Byron York writes, both the Post and Times published the reason for Strozik's demotion. They're trying to get out in front of this. Mm -hmm. Among federal law enforcement officials, there is great concern that exposure of the texts they exchanged may be used by the president and his defenders to attack the credibility of the Mueller probe and the FBI more broadly. Yes, because Trump could say I'm part of the witch hunt, which he is. He is. So Nunez put out a statement Saturday afternoon by hiding from Congress and from the American people documented political bias by a key FBI head investigator For both the Russia collusion probe and the Clinton email investigation, the FBI and the Department of Justice engaged in a willful attempt to thwart Congress's constitutional oversight responsibility. That's exactly what happened. The moment the stories leaked, by the way, the Department of Justice put out a statement to Nunez, said it would meet some of the committee's demands for information it had been refusing for months. So as soon as the stories broke, they're like, oh, we can now get information about this guy. Yeah, because the story's broke. So this is kind of a big deal, isn't it? It's kind of a huge deal. It gets even better. It gets even better. I mean, this is cover-up, man. So Mueller found out about this, kicked it off, kicked them off. I mean, how can you trust anything that happens? Again, Mueller's team of lawyers are all Clinton backers. They've donated. One even worked for the Clinton Foundation. And they're all investigating Trump? Come on. Come on. There's more. Strojic and Page were having an affair. Page worked, this woman, by the way, worked for the FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe, whose wife got funding, campaign funding, from Virginia Governor Democrat Terry McAuliffe, big ally of the Clintons for decades. Decades. You see how this works? It's like all incestuous. They're all related out there in D.C. It's You know what they call this? The swamp. On top of that, This guy, Strozik, worked the investigation into Hillary Clinton's email problem, her storage of them. She wasn't prosecuted. I wonder why. As a matter of fact, there's even New York Times stories about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Reddit the Donald on Reddit. There's a page called Reddit the Donald, all for Trump. They went back and looked at New York Times stories. July 2015, spring 2016, July 5th, 2016, late July 2016, November 2016. All involving this Peter Strozik. July 10th, 2015, FBI opened a criminal investigation. This is from the New York Times. Codenamed Midyear into Mrs. Clinton's handling of classified information. Two dozen investigators led by senior analyst and an experienced FBI supervisor, Peter Strozik. Former army officer who worked on some of the most secretive investigations in recent years involving Russian and Chinese espionage. So he's there. July 2015, he's the one in charge. Spring 2016, Strozik, counterintelligence supervisor, reported to Comey that Clinton had been careless. But agents and prosecutors agreed they had no proof of intent. So he loves Hillary, hates Trump, and tells Comey, yeah, she was careless, but she didn't mean to do it. She didn't mean to have the emails on an unsecured server and then lie about it. Whoops. Whoops. Yep. July, that was spring of 2016. July 5th, 2016, when Comey exonerates Clinton. The script had been edited and revised several times. Former officials said Mr. Strozik, Mr. Steinbeck lawyers, uh, others debated every phrase. Oh. So he helped Comey write the whole careless but no intent situation. Uh-oh. Then let's go to late July of 2016. This Strozik. Ready for this one? New York Times. He was in charge of the Trump-Russia investigation. Again, he is a known Trump hater and Hillary lover. I thought justice is supposed to be blind, right? Isn't it supposed to be? Anyway, in late July, FBI opened an investigation into possible collusion between members of Trump's campaign and Russian operatives. Besides Mr. Comey, a small team of agents, officials said only a dozen or so people at the FBI knew about the investigation. Mr. Strozik, just days removed from the Clinton case, was selected to supervise it. So he was in charge of the Hillary emails, and then all of a sudden the Trump-Russia investigation, including the dossier. November 5th, ready for this? Three days before the election, Mr. Strozik, and this is all New York Times stories, Strozik and his team had 3,000 emails left to review. That night, they ordered pizza, dug in. At about 2 a.m., Strozik wrote an email to Mr. Comey, scheduled it to send at 6 a.m., they were finished. A few hours later, Strozik and his team were back in Comey's conference room for a final briefing. Only about 3,000 emails had been potentially work-related. A dozen or so. They reviewed all those emails in one night, huh? Only about 3,000 emails had been potentially work-related. A dozen or so emails. Email chains contained classified info, but the FBI had already seen it. Agents had found no emails from the BlackBerry server, all this other stuff. So they found nothing new. Found nothing, by the way. Uh, by the way, that he was in charge of investigating Clinton's emails on Anthony Weiner's computer. Found nothing new in 50,000 emails in one night. 50,000 emails in one night. You believe that? And you don't think this is a witch hunt? Check 50,000 emails that quickly. Well, okay then. 880-KNST, 880-5678. So you know there's a dirty dog... And you know, he's not, he can't be the only FBI agent that feels this way, by the way. And I'm sure they all have their personal opinion. How can they not? But how many actually act on it? Right? That's the question. How many of these FBI agents act on their opinion, on their, well, political leanings? They're not supposed to. They're supposed to be, again, blind when it comes to that. Just the law. Nothing else, right? Just the law. You know, this guy's now being investigated. Oh, yeah. 
Fox News broke the story. James Rosen, Office of Inspector General, reviewing the role. This guy played in the Hillary Clinton email investigation. It's about time. I mean, how can a guy that literally hates Trump having an affair, texting this chick that he's having an affair with back and forth how much they hate Trump, how is he in charge of all of these things? How is he in charge of the Hillary email investigation, the Trump-Russia investigation, the Anthony Weiner email, Hillary emails on his computer investigation, the Trump anti-Trump dossier? You know he was in charge of that too? He was a key figure that launched that investigation. And then he's on Mueller's team, the special counsel to investigate Trump. Wow. You think he's the patsy? Yep. Well, I don't I don't know. But then nobody, the FBI or the Department of Justice would actually answer this member of Congress. And it's their job. They do oversight. Get us these answers. Why was he let go? Why was he removed from Mueller's team? They wouldn't answer him. What are they trying to hide? How many more are like this? And now knowing that, how can you actually take anything that this Mueller team produces seriously? They are jaded. Very jaded. Uh, Nunez said in a statement, we now know why Strozik was dismissed, why the FBI and DOJ refused to provide us with this explanation, and at least one reason why they previously refused to make FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe available to the committee for an interview. Uh-oh. So now his, uh, they're drafting contempt of Congress citations against Rosenstein, the number two guy at the DOJ, and the new FBI Director Christopher Wray. Because they weren't, they were not giving up the information like they were supposed to. This is huge. I'd like to see Joy Behar explain this, by the way. Wouldn't that be nice? Eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight. So a House investigator told Fox, if Mueller knew about the texts, what did he know about the dossier? That's why an inspector general is looking into all of this stuff with this guy. The swamp is being drained right now. But man, oh man, oh man, there's a lot of stuff going on. 880-KNST, 880-5678. If you'd like to talk about it, feel free. I know, uh, I, I mean, the FBI agents have no reason. Even the good ones have no reason to be upset with what Trump tweeted. The FBI right now, how can you trust it? Why? Maybe that's why Flynn lied to them. You never know. We'll continue that. And a uh, congressman is going to introduce a law today. You ready for this? This is going to affect Tucson, possibly, if it goes through. Uh He's introducing a law that would go after politicians if they shelter illegal aliens. Uh-oh. I'll explain. KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 731, thank you for hanging out. Uh, Mark is up 230 points. We're at 24,460 already. How long till 25,000? Imagine if this fake news Brian Ross thing didn't come out on Friday to drop the market to 350 like it did. Holy smokes, man. Uh, real quick, I, I don't know if I mentioned this made it clear enough. This guy, although also, by the way, this uh, this FBI, uh, this dirty FBI guy who hated Trump, text going, he was the one that personally interviewed Hillary on July 2nd, that July 4th weekend interview. Yeah, they personally interviewed her, didn't put her oh, under oh. oath, and also uh, didn't, didn't record. record it. Yep. And he was on Mueller's team. Oh. Annie, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Hello. How you doing, Garrett? Listen to you every day. I love your show. Well, thank you. And I, I got a question for you because it's very it's frustrating hearing this because for the past few years we've heard nothing but a garbage going on in the Democrat Party and all their collusion. And so my question is, why is the taxpayer stuck paying for this crap? Uh, that's, I mean, uh, yeah, it's just you the know, way when it you goes. think about how long these things go on, like Mueller, how long has he been in there wasting money? Mm-hmm. And now we we keep finding stuff out. I guess it's 
I guess Trump is allowing it. Well, it's, because he can't. He, he can't. It exposes him. He can't. He can't stop it. He can't stop the. Once a special counsel, they have the ultimate power. Nobody, only Congress can stop them. They can't. So he can't fire you know, Mueller. He could, but that would cause it would make him look bad publicly. Yeah. You know, because he's being invested. He's gonna. You know, it looks bad when you fire the person that's investigating you. So why don't they come up with some kind of thing that makes them like if it's this is just a bunch of garbage. That if you do this kind of crap well, on I, the taxpayer, I, they you have to pay it back. Well, that'll never because they make the rules. They're not going to yeah, do that. But but hang on, I think you nailed it though. Uh, this is all happening, and look who it's turning against—the exactly. swamp. You know, it's turning against. A, I mean, this is a guy again that did all this stuff. He he personally interviewed. He 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 went over all of Hillary's emails. Helped craft Comey's statement. Personally interviewed Hillary. He's the one that did all this stuff, and he was on Mueller's. What's crazy? All right, so he's on Mueller's team. Think about this. He's on Mueller's team. And they fired him four months ago, almost four months ago, because of the texts that he was given to his girlfriend, his mistress. But most of his, most of Mueller's uh, lawyers are Hillary donors. So what's the difference? I know that's what drives me nuts. But but I'm saying that if they're already Hillary donors, and this guy hates Trump, they're all in the same boat. Why fire the guy? Oh, well, gotta, that's true. There's got to be something so what more. Else is, what else is going exactly. on? Exactly. That's what we need to know, and I think we're going to find out. I Hopefully. think we're going to find out. Hey, Annie, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Take care. That's what we need to find out. And I think we're going to find that out. Right? I think we're going to. That's why Nunez is all over this. That's why the media tried to, dis- and, the, and the swamp tried to destroy Nunez when he was all over this months and months ago. And he had to take a step back. But this is how corrupt and, dis- and dirty and disgusting this whole thing is. Uh, it's really bad. And I believe his girl, um, so, um, and I don't want to get too far into this. Anyway, they think that uh, one of Trump's uh, advisors, Carter Page, former campaign advisor, uh, he was illegally spied upon, secret surveillance warrant, all this other stuff. He thinks that uh, this guy, Strozik, is the one that did it to find out information. So when you sit back and say, man, what is going on here? What is, what is happening? Is This is like the FBI turning on the citizens just because they don't like their politics. Hmm. It's tied to the dossier. He was involved with the dossier, all this stuff. So uh, hopefully we'll find out some some things. We need some more people to start blowing whistles. 735, we will continue in about 5. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678, pound 250 also. Ask for Garrett Lewis. Pound 250, ask for Garrett Lewis. Gets you on the caller line as well. Uh, the uh, I think this is an incredible law. Uh, lawmaker wants uh, local officials to be held accountable if they are giving sanctuary to illegal aliens. Wait till you hear how and why. Jail time, fines, all coming up. Here's Fox. 43, thank you for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. One, Senator Jeff Flake uh, put out a press release because he just doesn't care, apparently, or he's clueless or who knows. Uh, he voted for um, uh, the Senate tax reform bill. One of the major things, one of the big, big obstacles, some, some budget gimmick was one. And the other one, he wanted to make sure that DACA recipients, those are illegal aliens... Get amnesty, and he was assured they would. They'd be taken care of. He called it. He called it something else. It, it makes literally no sense. Um, uh, it says here the second was to obtain a firm commitment from the Senate leadership and the administration to work with me on a growth-oriented legislative solution to enact fair and permanent protections for DACA recipients. Oh, that's just nice. And I'm sure the Trump administration is just dying to work with you, El Jefe. Whatever. Uh, there you go. As long as illegal aliens get amnesty, Jeff Flake's on board for tax reform. Second thing I think you need to know, Brian Ross, his statement uh, on Friday that crashed the markets about 
Mike Flynn was told by candidate Trump to call Russia, which, by the way, is not even illegal, by the way. But anyway, and he's going to testify against him. He, Mueller's going to count on him. Uh, by that night on ABC World News Tonight, Brian Ross retracted it. Markets crashed 350 points because of this guy. Uh, and he's now been suspended for four weeks without pay by ABC News. Good luck with that one. Third thing I think you need to know, I've been telling you about this, Robert Mueller about four months ago uh, kicked off his uh, investigative team on Trump, uh, one of the big lead FBI investigators, because apparently he was having an affair with another FBI agent and they were exchanging anti-Trump text messages. Is that really that bad? But it shows the bias. It turns out this guy also was the guy that personally interviewed Hillary after overseeing the investigation, looking at all of her emails. He told Comey, yeah, she didn't mean to do it. He did all this stuff, and he's part of the Mueller investigation. He was in on the dossier as well. It's crooked. You can't trust anything with this Mueller investigation. Three things I think you need to know. Um, Now, how about this? We got uh, some illegal alien stories for you, which I think are just fantastic. These are are fantastic. They're fantastic. It's what they... It's a Seinfeld thing. Anyway, get out of here. So, um, turns out uh, that... After the whole Kate Steinle debacle uh, and the, the illegal alien getting off, turns out I think the DOJ actually saw over the weekend they are going to charge him, that illegal alien, with a federal crime because he can't be here illegally and, and possess a firearm. So they're going to charge him with that, which is good. Uh, and then there's this congressman from Indiana, because why should a congressman in Arizona on the border do anything, right? That would be crazy. I mean, why should Martha McSally do this? Why should anybody in David Schweikert, why? No, none of them. Republican uh, congressman from Indiana, Todd Rokita. He's introducing a bill today, one of the most aggressive bills going after sanctuary city policies. Uh, You think the Justice Department's threat to cut off grants was bad? This guy told Fox News, politicians don't get to pick and choose what laws to comply with. It seems they do, though, with the whole sexual assault thing. Anyway, he said Americans are dying because politicians sworn to uphold the law refuse to do so. So he has the SLAP Act, stopping lawless actions of politicians. Would hold state and local lawmakers criminally responsible for refusing to comply with federal immigration enforcement efforts. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, Chief Magnus. Hey, May Rothschild. Hey, Regina Romero, Councilman Romero. Oh, yeah. Uh, watch out. Now, this has to become law. It has to pass the House, the committee, the House, and then go to the Senate. And considering Kate's law is still stalled in the Senate because Mitch McConnell sucks, um, I don't know, but at least this is out there. This bill would subject violators, ready to this, to a million-dollar fine and up to five years in prison if they're convicted. I, of course, it would get challenged. You never know what activist judge would say this is bad. But he said it's time the federal government gets serious about enforcing immigration laws and holding politicians accountable who conspire to break them. And there are so many politicians that want to do it. That, I mean, there's a reason why here in Tucson they did resolutions to say they're against the wall, therefore all immigrants, blah, 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 blah. I mean, come on. So this guy wants to go after uh, local and state officials that try to stop the feds from doing their job. And we've already had our police chief say he doesn't want uh, our guys to be... Um, uh, basically ICE agents. Doesn't want them working with them. Watch out. Uh, we've had enough. We've had enough. Uh, there's more. You don't think we need a uh, wall or anything like that? You hear about this guy? Guy from Mexico. Been deported 20 times. 20, 20 times. 
Um, he was convicted of 10 counts, including sexual assault in Oregon. Sergio Jose Martinez, 31, sentenced to 35 years in prison in a Portland courtroom, pleading guilty to kidnapping, sexual assault, sodomy, several other counts. Uh, he smiled throughout the trial, and as he left, he gave one parting shot to his two victims' relatives, quote, see all you guys in hell. 20 times this guy was deported, 20 times. Um, he went into the home of a 65-year-old woman through a window she left open to cool the house. He had a metal rod. He told the woman to get down on the ground where he bound and blindfolded her, threatened to murder her, sexually assaulted her, stole her purse, her car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the police put this car under surveillance. They located the vehicle. While they were keeping an eye on the car, he was stalking his second victim in a parking garage around the corner. Went up to a woman with a knife, made her get into the... He said, let me in your car. Got in. As he got in, she attempted to escape, but was he was able to grab her and start slamming her head into the ground. She called out for help. Passerbys approached. He tried to steal the car, then fled on foot. That's when police caught him. 20 times. 20 times. ICE is going to monitor him. He'll be 66 if he serves all 35 years, then they're going to deport him. Yep, we don't need a wall. No, not at all. Uh, I have other stories, by the way, including uh, some guy who was upset his girlfriend got deported. Told local papers that, and when ICE read that, they came and got him. It's, it's a good. I like that one. It made me smile. Uh, by the way, uh, hi Betsy and Dave. They're listening on iHeartRadio to this show, the Morning Ritual from Runge, R U N G E. I don't know. There's so many towns in Texas. Runge, Texas. They were training police officers in Texas, and now they're listening as they're driving back on iHeartRadio. Download the app. It's free. It's easy. It's simple. You can even get me on demand. Search Garrett Lewis on iHeartRadio or on iHeartRadio.com, and I have my channel there. Ryan updates it every day with, uh, of course, unbelievable, awesome stuff because it's all we produce here is unbelievable, awesome stuff. Much more to uh, talk about, including the, uh, you see some of the stadiums, the NFL yesterday? Oh, holy smokes. Uh, don't you go anywhere. Oh, and uh, Vail. Apparently, uh, teachers love teaching in Vail, but they can't afford to live there. Do you hear about, we'll do this at 810, this idea of what uh, Vail is trying to do for teachers Really, gonna you're going to try to build them homes? What kind of homes? We'll get to that. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 807 on this Monday. It's December 4th. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. How you doing? Everything good? Good weekend? Good time? Uh, man, oh man, oh man, is there a lot of stuff happening. You know, usually by this time of the year, it kind of slows down and you kind of dread it. I'll be honest, you'd kind of dread it as a talk show host because there's not really that much stuff going on. But again, like I said, since Trump came down that that escalator two and a half years ago, it's been non-stop. And it's not just all politics that's not understandable. I mean, it all affects you and you get it. And you're tuned in. It makes it fun, doesn't it? I mean, as soon as the alarm goes off at 3 for Ryan and me, we, like, get mad at the world. But then by the time we get here, we dig it. At least I do. I know you do, too. We, like, hate the world. You know, I get coffee and you step on the cat and you just you step on a baby toy and you just... Uh, I don't have any baby toys. Well, I do. And then you just, you're like, oh, this is awesome. I can't wait to talk about this. And then all of a sudden, you know, the light bulb pops on and coffee kicks in and... Protein shake, not hungry anymore. And wait till you step on a Lego. Oh, I've done that. No, no, I've done oh. that. But yeah, it's, we've said no Legos. 
for the birthday, for Hanukkah, and for Christmas this year. No, we don't want any of that stuff. No Play-Doh, no Legos. Those were invented by people that uh, that obviously hate people with kids because they just wanted ultimate revenge on them. Yeah, I'm going to get you. And my, my youngest son loved this. Moon sand. Oh, no. It's you, not, you can give me whatever you want. This. It doesn't mean my son's going to get it. I'm going to give it no, to no, him no, 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 no. directly. Like our very good friends that, for some reason, last year gave our son, and they listened, a Jamaican steel drum for his birthday. And I'm like, <laughs> why would you? Like, I thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> my mother-in-law got, got, got Devin a, uh, a drum set when he was four. Oh, give it right to her. This is what he's going to play when he gets to your house. Uh-huh. That's what you do. That's what you do. I locked him in his room. There, oh, three things I think you need to know. Number one. Uh, is the fact that Senator Jeff Flake, and I put this up at, on my page at knst.com, I put the press release up, just that part, I italicized it, the important part. Um, Jeff Flake decided to vote for the Senate tax reform, not based on the economy, but once he was assured that he'd get some amnesty for DACA recipients. Oh yeah, priorities, baby. We'll tear into that in a little bit and get your opinion on it. I can only imagine what it is. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that Brian Ross retracted. Oh, no, he retracted his fake news story. He came out Friday morning. Oh, I was told by a source that Mueller, that Mueller has a flint. He's going to testify against Trump when he was a candidate. Trump said, call Russia. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. And turns out, well, didn't work out so hot. By that night, he retracted that on the ABC Evening News. And he's now, Brian Ross, suspended for four weeks without pay. And uh, they should just fire him. I mean, how many mistakes can you make? Like, you're literally damaging their credibility. It's like ma- it's like being a chef and getting people sick. Generally, one time is all you need. Maybe two. You're gone. Bye. Like, you're bad at your job. See ya. So, fake news. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, it's now coming out over the weekend. It leaked out that, like, the lead investigator from the FBI that's working with Mueller, the special counsel on Trump... Uh, H. Trump sent text messages to a mistress, another FBI employee, a lawyer for the FBI. They would send anti-Trump messages to each other back and forth and back and forth. And then it turns out this guy was was kicked off the Mueller team four months ago. We now found out why. Apparently it's because of that, which is strange. Let's go back. He was also the guy that was in charge of investigating Hillary's emails. He interviewed Hillary personally when he chose to not put her under um, uh, uh, oath. And also... uh, didn't record it. And then he told James Comey, yeah, she didn't intend to do anything bad and help craft his little speech. And he was in on the dossier investigation, all this stuff, and he hates Trump. Now, the weird thing is, okay, he did all that, and now you kick him off. I mean, they just, that's what Mueller wanted investigating, a guy that hates Trump so much. So, uh, now that we know all that, you sit back and say, well, who else on his team? I mean, they mostly hate Trump, but then most of the lawyers that Mueller has on his team investigating Trump one worked for the Clinton Foundation, for God's sakes. Others, most of them donated to Hillary. They loved her and they hated Trump. Now, the question is, why would he actually boot this guy off just because of anti-Trump text messages? There's got to be more to it. There's got to be more to it. We'll find out. Uh, Congressman Devin Nunez is all over that. Three things I think you need to know. Matter of fact, let's play the soundbite for, for dumb Joy Behar. It's very important because the people freak out. Oh, my God, there's collusion. There's no collusion. What is it? First off, is collusion illegal? Is they, I'm just curious. Mark Toner, the State Department spokesperson under uh, Obama's administration and for John Kerry. Um, at the end of last year, uh, probably about a year ago, was asked by the media about Mike Flynn actually contacting the Russian ambassador 
Sergey Kislyak. This is after the election. This is when Trump won. Listen to number, let's do 89. 89. Mark Toner getting a question from a guy in the media about this, and they had no problem. Here we go. Go. The, the, this building doesn't see anything necessarily uh, you know, inappropriate about contact between members of the incoming administration and foreign officials, no, no. matter what country they're from. No. Right? No. And, and again, this has been ongoing. I mean, we stand ready if they want to work through the State Department to contact some of these individuals. Um, but we have no, um, you know, no comment or no uh, uh, problem with them doing such on their own. Whoa. No problem. No problem. So what was the whole thing? Again, just to boil it down for you. Uh, Mike Flynn was talking to Sergey Kislyak and he had every right to do it. It was not illegal. You just heard it. But when the FBI said to him, hey, did you talk to the Russians? He said, no, he lied to the FBI. That's what he got caught on. It was after Trump was elected. This whole special counsel is all is investigating if Russia helped Trump win the election. This is after the election. After they're like, oh, yeah, we have no problem with him talking to Russia. That's what happens. So this and that's the thing. If there was no special counsel appointed, this never would have come out. Because the FBI would have had no reason to go ask Flynn, did you talk to the Russians? And the only reason they knew about that, by the way, is because the FBI was monitoring the Russian ambassador, as they should. But they had no right to know Mike Flynn was the other guy. They, they wanted, we need to know who's on the other end. Well, you have no legal warrant. You got to go to a judge, you got to go to a FISA judge and say, we need to know who was there. And they just, somebody, somebody just unmasked and leaked it out that it was Mike Flynn. That's how they knew about this. And the FBI said, hey, do you talk to him? No. Well, we got you on tape. Well, how'd you get that tape? Nobody's investigating that. Bunch of garbage. You getting it? I think I, I think I got it, right? That's good. Explain it. I think we're cool. Now, <clears throat> here locally, I saw this story over the weekend in the local paper, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Uh, I've been to Vail once. You been to Vail? You never been to Vail? Nope. Never been there. Beautiful down there. I've, I've never heard, been to Colorado. I've heard all kinds of awesome... Shut up. I've heard all kinds of awesome things about Vail. This school district, it's beautiful. I was down there one time for an event... And I was shocked at how green it was. I mean, it took a while to drive down there, but I heard it was it was it was beautiful, and people love the schools and everything else, and blah blah blah. Right? Houses are great. I'm sure, a lot of Raytheon people live in Vale. It's closer for them. Um, I see this. Vale schools tinker with idea of tiny homes for cash-strapped teachers. And there's lots of things to think about here. First off, have you seen those tiny home shows on HGTV? Those people are nuts. If you want to live in a 180-foot square, you know, square-foot box, there's something wrong with you. Well, maybe just me. I know if my wife, if I was around her and that in, in such close quarters for such a minute amount of time, I'd probably be dead. She watches the snap shows, things like that. Um, you just need some space, you know? You need you some go space. Outside. No. Man, he'd really be sleeping Dude, in the doghouse. I, I don't, I don't, it's just, it's, you don't. It's not normal, okay? You're living yeah. in a shed. It's not normal. And I'm thinking, first off, what an insult. Now, Vail doesn't have the money to pay them more. I mean, they get money from the state. They get, you know, money from the feds. They can't pay people that much. And it's expensive to live in Vail and blah, blah, blah. I, I get it. Um, normally, in the real... And first off, and then I'm like, why is Vail getting involved in the... Uh, in Vail School District getting involved in... The housing area, like we don't need government doing things, especially government of education, that that part of it, getting involved in in buying homes. I and mean, this is this is not good. And I get I don't know what they're trying to do. Well, we've got to keep our teachers and we got to make sure they're, you know, 
that it's good and and they can afford to be here. We don't want to lose them. I I understand it, but it's just not what you're supposed to do. Um, and I'm thinking on top of that, what an insult to teachers. Hey, keep doing a great job. We're not going to pay you anymore, and you can live in a freaking shoebox. Hey, you want to play? What an insult. No, I think it's a huge insult. In an effort to ensure that teachers can afford to live in the generally well-heeled area that lacks affordable housing options, that's such a crock of crap, the Vail School District is looking to build a community of, quote, tiny homes for teachers. Uh, there are affordable home options. People can afford to buy homes there. Not everyone, but they're affordable. I hope this, this whole thing, what's, what, is, what is an affordable home? 10000 100000 A million? Guess what? There are affordable homes in Beverly Hills because people can afford to buy them. Tiny homes. Tiny homes. You ready for this? The Vail School District plans to park the new tiny homes on a plot of land it owns and hopes to have for at least four uh, at least four available before next school year. I'm thinking, what is this, China? You know, in China, they keep the people, like the worker bees, in like these... Little concrete yeah, squares? Yeah, and these yeah. squares, and they're like bunked up together, and it's, it's like a prison. You think this is a good idea? 880-KNST, 880-5678. When the site is fully developed, officials hope to build between 20 and 24 tiny homes to accommodate teachers in the district. With the possibility of opening other sites on district-owned land if the program is successful. Apparently there are no apartments out there in Vail. Um, and I get you can love what you do and things like that, but uh, you vote with your feet, man. You know, and I left Long Island because I realized it was going to be impossible for me to make it there. At that point in my life, it was going to be impossible for me to make it there. And I didn't think it was worth it. The taxes, the cost, the stress, it's just not worth it. So I left. And nobody was going to say, we're going to build you a tiny home. And I wouldn't want that to happen. It's not, the, it's not their job, right? And they have more ideas about this, by the way. Vail Su- Associate Superintendent John Carruth is spearheading the effort to get the tiny homes built. He said he hopes they'll offer new and young teachers or those looking to downsize and minimize their carbon footprint. Yeah, there you go. A cheap and hip option that will allow them to integrate into the Vail community. This is crazy. District officials hope the tiny homes will attract and retain teachers amid a nationwide teacher shortage. Do you know what attracts teachers? Money. Well, there is no more money. I, th- those are the breaks. It sucks. You know what? You could also do things differently. There are other places where you can teach and live in a hell of a lot worse area than Vail, Arizona. You know? Really? Can she hang on? Because we got to take a break. Tell her to hang, tell her to hang on for just a second. Um, I want to talk to her. She just needs to hang. We just, we didn't need, we need to, we got to take a tiny break to make big money. That's what we do. Okay. And then I want to talk to her. Somebody apparently is involved in this whole process. They want to call in and talk about this. I think it's just, I mean, if a teacher wants to do it, that's their deal. I mean, I'm thinking, wait a second. So the school district is going to pay how much, what is it going to cost taxpayers? What is happening? We'll get to that, uh, coming up in about six, eight twenty. Don't you go anywhere. Somebody that's involved in the process apparently, uh, is, uh, wants to talk.
It's KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Fuck. That's funny. Hi, 828. Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. Like and follow it. I got to put up the Joy Behar stuff. I got to put up the um, Jeff Flake, that kind of stuff. Like and follow it. That way you can uh, you can get my stuff on Facebook. That's pretty cool, right? Not bad. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Pound 250 can get you in as well. Ask for Gary Lewis and that happens. I'm going to get to call just one sec. This is what's going to happen with Vail. Real quick. Um, there's land, a tiny home community, it says in the local paper, between Old Vale and Colossal Cave Roads in the heart of Old Downtown Vale. Um, they want to revitalize it. Now get this. The district doesn't want to make a profit, but they want to make sure they recoup its costs. They're looking at different financing options. So this is where it's scary, where Vale School District gets into financing. They want that the district would take out a loan to buy the tiny houses and charge rent of $500 to $600 a month, not including utilities. You know what? In normal America, you know what this would mean? Because how is there not an apartment complex in all of Vail? You know what somebody should do? Uh, zone it out, put it in there, and make some money and capitalize by building some apartments so the teachers can live there. It's not. It shouldn't be up to the school board, but whatever. Hang on. Shannon, thank you for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Hi. Hey, Garrett. Uh, first off, my husband is a Vail School District Administrator, and so he's actually sitting on this committee that you're talking about for the small houses. Mm. So he and I talk about this a lot around the dinner table. We have kids in the Vail School District as well. Um, and I have to tell you, I don't think you're thinking like a 20-something or like a teacher. To the 20-somethings, these houses are ginchy. They're cool, and they're going to be single-unit, uh, you know, little, obviously little houses for them. And as a teacher, it's not entirely about the money. You want a, an administration that supports you and you want to live in the community. That's just not easy to do here in Vail without a bunch of teachers going in to rent a house together. And that's got its own issues. So we've got a lot of young teachers sitting on this committee with my husband. They are actually quite excited about this. So I, 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 I got just, you. I, hang, hang on a second. Uh, I totally understand what you're saying. When I started mm-hmm. my first uh, full-time gig... Uh, in radio, I got paid $27,000 a year. Ramen, ramen money. Okay. Yeah, so I've been there, and a lot of people have been there. And you know what we do? We rent apartments. You know what You know what didn't happen? The, the government didn't get together and, and give me a, you know, uh, build me a home and finance and that kind of stuff. So I understand what you're saying. It's just I don't like when government gets involved in this, and all of a sudden a school district where they don't have enough money to pay teachers is all of a sudden going to be in the home-building business in a way, well, to try to to try to do this, it it just it's weird. But I think that's why they're looking for private investors to do that, and they've already gotten a couple nibbles about that. So okay, um, oh, I didn't, I wasn't in the story. So they have private investors willing to do this. Yeah, yeah, people who would look to recoup their own money from that. But here's here's part of the deal: if you go to a basic apartment complex, okay, basically anybody can live there. If this was kind of run and owned by the school district, everybody would be fingerprinted, background checked. You wouldn't have some of the trouble that you get in a normal apartment complex. Well, I, I, you listen, you know, not because you live in an apartment complex do you have trouble. There are enough people that own homes that are in trouble, too. You can't say that. That's, uh, true. So, That's true. So so, hang on. I mean, again, do you guys not see that it's weird that the school district would be involved in developing homes? We think it's kind of cutting edge out here in Vail. That's just the weird way hmm. we do things. Okay. Well, I mean, if you guys want to do it, it's your deal. But I mean, and I guess, and the taxpayers out there are going to have to to see that. To me, wait, I don't know. You've been in. I've, I've only been in Vail once. Is there a reason why there is no apartment? Is it because people in Vail just don't want apartments? I have no idea why there have never been apartments built out here. But I know for a lot of the young twenty-somethings, they've got to live all the way in town. 
uh, and I won't name the districts that they have, the school districts they have to live in, but they certainly don't want to teach for those districts. They want to teach in jail. Oh, of course. Well, then that, that you know what, that's a sacrifice. Then why, do, why isn't there a developer then that could cash in on this and, ma- and build an apartment complex? They popped up in Oro Valley. They're popping up all over the place. That's true. We just haven't gotten anybody out here to do it. But again, I think part of the selling point, too, is that you've got a whole bunch of people who are background checked, who you know are going to have a steady income, which you wouldn't have in a, in a normal apartment complex where you have to rent to anybody. Okay. Right. Listen, I'm going to have Ryan keep your number, because as this progresses, I, I think I'd like to talk to your husband and, okay. and see what's on with this thing. Thank you so you I, can do that. Thank, thank, he's, busy, he's busy at work right now, but eventually, yes. Okay. Well, very cool. Well, thank, thank you very much, Shannon. I appreciate it. No problem, Gary. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. I can see where they could say it's cutting edge. I can see because no one's doing it. Um, and I could, and I honestly, I, I really like the fact that, you know, they care about their teachers. They want, they want their kids' education to be so good that they don't want to lose the teachers. But that's it's called free market, you know? It's free market. Aren't um, those just dormitories? Well, they're not college students. Again, this is like not you don't, new. You don't need to be in the college. No, no, but this is not new to where people start out in a career and they don't make that much money as they have to live in some, you know, in in a place that's not a home that where they own because they don't have the money to do it. That's not new. It's not new. It's just weird. I'll have more details about this. More of your reaction coming up. Eight eight zero KNST eight eight zero five six seven eight pound two fifty. Ask for Garrett Lewis. Get you in on the same line. Eight thirty three. Back in five. Here's Fox. Talk. All right, eight forty. Thank you for hanging out on this Monday. I knew it was going to be a, a good Monday because Ryan came in and saw first thing in the parking lot when it's pitch black. Some adult man driving around in the parking lot in a Hot Wheels, big wheel, big big wheels. <laughs> the was it green machine? Big green machine. Yes, like I did thirty five years ago. Yes. Only in this parking lot at Oracle in Fort Lowell. My goodness. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Wait, wait. What? Don't forget about the guy sleeping in front of the door. Well, yeah, that was that too. Maybe. It was he, like an obstacle course. Did he get morning. run over? <laughs> was the green machine going around him? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, first thing I think you need to know. Number one. Uh, this is the first. Jeff Flake uh, only voted for tax reform as long as he got the, the thumbs up that he'd get amnesty for the DACA recipients. At least they said it. He didn't word it that way. It's on my page at KNSD.com. Uh, he got a secured a commitment on DACA. He called it, you ready for this, a growth-oriented legislative solution to enact fair and permanent protections for DACA recipients, a.k.a. amnesty. Thanks, Jeff. Tax reform, only if I can get amnesty for illegals, Jeff Flake. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that uh, it was fake news. Brian Ross now suspended for four weeks without pay by ABC News uh, for reporting that it was then-candidate Trump that told Flake uh, that told uh, Flint to call Russia. Turns out it was president-elect, and there was nothing wrong with it. I'll play the sound bites for you from the Obama State Department. We know he's doing that. That's normal. Yeah, no problem with that. Videos on my page at KNST.com of that. Uh, markets dropped 350 points because of the fake news reporting. He's gone. Four weeks. He should be fired. I mean, when you screw up that badly. He was the one that also said the uh, Aurora shooter, the movie theater shooter back in Aurora, Colorado, 2012, was a Tea Party member. And then he got that wrong. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, the Mueller team hid for almost four months why they booted one of the FBI lead investigators in their investigation of Trump. It's because he hated Trump. He was having an affair with another FBI agent where they were trading uh, anti-Trump messages to each other. He loved Hillary, and he also happened to be the guy that was involved in the Hillary email investigation and cleared her to Jim Comey. He personally interviewed Hillary without putting her under oath or videotaping it, recording it. Are you kidding me? This is the guy. He was involved in the dossier as well. All this stuff. 
And he was part of Mueller's team. And then when he got canned for almost four months ago, Republicans want to know why you canned him. And the FBI stonewalled him until it leaked out yesterday. This, there's more to it. There's more to it. Three things I think you need to know. Now, think about this. As we talk also about the veil uh, situation, where apparently they're having a tough time, imagine that, uh, keeping uh, low-paid teachers, which most people, when they start out in their career in their 20s, don't make a lot of money. And I'm pretty sure that people that are teachers, while they're in college, are probably told, if not told, they probably know you're a teacher, you're not going to make a crap load of money. And it's not because you're not good at your job or you're not valuable. It's just that there are thousands and thousands and thousands of you that are willing to do the job. Therefore, the salaries, if if you're a teacher, you should get the whole, you know, free market thing and supply and demand. But that's what happens. And all of a sudden, Vail's like, we need to keep our teachers. Uh, Our teachers are great. They can't afford to live here. So we have extra land. And we think that we're going to get involved in this and build a tiny home community for the teachers, which, I mean, to me... That screws over people that actually own real estate, uh, you know, rental properties in Vail. Um, what, you know, in the normal free world, no, normal America, what you would do is you'd have somebody from the school district get with somebody from the Vail Council and try to tell people, you know what, we need apartments. We need more housing here for the teachers. That's what we need. And again, this whole, this is why, look, I, I love teachers until they piss me off. You know, when they try to brainwash the kids, that's one thing. It may not be you teach, but there's others. But cry me a river that you're not making that much money. I wasn't making that much money in Waco, Texas. So you know what I did? I moved to a place where I could make more money. It's called life. Well, that's not being a teacher. You could go move. So they make six figures out there in Long Island. Of course, it costs an arm and a leg to live there, but they do. There are other places you can go. Nobody says you have to be a teacher. You don't have to remain a teacher. You love it? This is part of the gig, man. Sorry to tell you that, and I want great teachers, and hopefully we can pay you more money. That's just the way it is. And I just don't think it's normal that the school district down there in Vail get involved in building a community for people. I it It's just, it's not how this country is supposed to work. You're supposed to have people invest on their own. I mean, if there's a need for something, someone should invest and capitalize. We're a capitalistic society. Uh, let's go to the calls. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Jeff, thank you for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Morning. How are you? All right. Good. I just think it's interesting they're taking this much effort to uh, get the teachers to stay, but they're cutting programs. My daughter's choir and music programs are getting cut. They're putting them all in one class, and... They're not taking care of the music prom- programs, so I'm really kind of disappointed with this whole thing. So you're saying, look, you know, things do need to be cut. But you're saying, for God's sakes, do your job and educate before becoming developers. I, I would agree with that. Yes. I, has this gotten around down there in Vail? They're going to do this. Well, I missed the last board meeting. Apparently, this has been going on for a bit, but uh, I need to go to the board meeting and find out what's going on. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you do. And this is not apparently the only school district to do it. And let me know what happens. Thank you for, for chiming in. It's, it's a good point. I mean, they're cutting programs and now they want to do this. They, they don't want to make a profit, but then why doing any of this? Okay. So anyway, uh, the Boba Kavari Unified School District near Cells, it says here has dozens of rental units. It supplies to teachers at a steep discount of between $180 and $280 per month. It buses teachers in town daily from Tucson on Wi-Fi equipped buses. Because I guess they just can't get people to move 
to Sells, Arizona. There's a shock. Patagonia Public Schools renovated an old school building into teachers' living quarters. Created apartments at a discounted rate of around 475 bucks a month, though only two teachers currently live there. Yeah. Um, many other communities, I love this, like San Francisco and New York struggle with the struggle with the same issue. No kidding. No kidding. Build an apartment complex. Uh, there's a guy in this story, a union president said, uh, Scottsdale's kind of high, but there's some affordable housing. Again, this makes me want to actually just go all of a sudden invest in, in apartment complexes. Doesn't it? Would it not seem weird, by the way, to have like these random tiny homes in the middle of town? Uh, there's a the I, I highlight a 28 year old Samantha France, 28 year old, a 20 year old fifth grade teacher at Cottonwood Elementary, second year teaching in Vail. She taught for two years in her home state of Indiana before she moved to Arizona. She has a master's degree in elementary education and could be earning significantly more working in Indiana, but wanted. A change and fell in love with Arizona. So she chose to take less money by moving. Hey, that's your deal. She accepted a job with Vale. Uh, she immediately began searching for a nearby apartment. Saw there were none. Maybe you should have done that before you actually took the job, whatever. She and her two pug dogs moved into Sabino Canyon area. It's a 40-minute commute to work. It's time-consuming. It's expensive. She broke her lease. Anyway, she lives in an, a, a not as good of an area, but it's 20 minutes away. Um, so she likes the idea of the tiny home. I love it. I love it. Why can't somebody just do what we do in America and then capitalize on this? This is, this is insanity. Unless you actually are in Vail and you think this is a good idea. Uh, let's go to, uh, Roland. Roland, welcome to KNST. Hello. Well, good morning, Garrett. Uh, hey, what this reminds me of is 1930s Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky, uh, in the coal towns, uh, my parents were there and a lot of my family. And what this remind what, what Vail needs is a company store to go along with the company <laughs> housing. That's right. And, and then they could just, you know, take the teacher's monies, uh, for, you know, the, the clothes and whatnot that they buy in the company store. That's right. And then it would, it would be 1930s Eastern Kentucky. There you go. Uh, you know, you know what most of my family did in 1930s uh, Kentucky, Garrett. Uh. They left and moved to uh, Indiana, uh, where there was, you know, land available. So it's a choice, buddy. It's a choice. Exactly. And the whole thing. And I got an email and a story link. Google is spending thirty million dollars on housing for their Silicon Valley employees. But that they're a private company, and if they want to attract great employees, that's what they do. But when you're a government, right. when you're a government entity like Vail School District, it's not what you do. You don't that's, do that. That's a different. That's a different deal. That's a government. That's like in Japan building the beehive apartments for the uh, for the guys to live in or mm-hmm. sleep in. Yep. When they're working in Tokyo and they you know they live in Yokohama or somewhere. Exactly, and so they, they stay right there. It's in the a office. choice. It's a choice. But it shouldn't happen. I don't think the government. The government should not have a hand I, in that. I don't think the government ought to be in doing that. You know, mm-hmm. just remember 1930s Eastern Kentucky, buddy, and then you're going to look at Vail. There you go. All right, thank you, all. Appreciate it, man. Uh, we'll continue. Eight eight zero KNST. Eight eight zero five six seven eight. We got to talk about more. We got to get to uh, this. So I'll get more of your reaction. Just relax. Uh, an NFL player pretty much tells NFL fans to uh, stick it. Don't come to the games. 
I was watching, uh, I put on the TV yesterday, I saw, did I, did I see the, the crowd, I was shocked on CBS, they showed here locally the Falcons, uh, who the hell are they playing? It was the Falcons and the uh, Vikings, and it's a brand new stadium, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and the Falcons wore red jerseys, so you're, you see all this red, and you're thinking, are those jerseys or empty seats? And they kind of zoomed in after a field goal attempt, and there were so many empty seats. The Falcons have a brand new stadium. And they went to the Super Bowl, and they they were half empty. And there were other stadiums like that, too. Up in Glendale, they were half empty. We'll get to all that coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Ah, the last hour already? Already? Already. Already? We're just having fun. We're just warming up. I know, 907, it is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Uh, before three things, uh, last night we went to a uh, a Christmas tree lighting uh, that we missed by a few minutes. Well, what? We, well, because they told us the wrong time, and then we got to get you know the four-month-old ready and, and whatever. For once, it wasn't my wife taking a long time. It was, it was the four-month-old. A little procrastinator. It was probably me. Anyway, uh, we decided decided to get in line to wait for Santa, and there were like 9,000 people. This whole time, I'm like, this is why it's so good to be a Jew, because, I mean, this is like a long, long, like every time, what's with the lines? We need more Santas. We have a Santa shortage. If we had more Santas, we wouldn't have those long lines. So I implore the Jews to put on the red outfit and do it. Anyway, uh, while we, I went to go see the front of the line. I'm like, how far is this? How long is this going to take? We can be for nine hours. And apparently when I got back, um, there was a listener right behind us, young guy with his two kids. Wife's out of town. Brave guy. Brought his two kids uh, with him. Young, 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 just like mine. And, uh, and he, he was just funny. He told my wife, you know, I apparently I walked away and he just looked at my wife and he's like, is that Garrett Lewis? And my wife's response, apparently without even planning it, her automatic natural response was, yeah, sorry. And I'm like, really? That's what you told me. Apparently, the guy's like, you know, there aren't many pictures, but I recognize the voice. And I, I took it as a compliment because there are a lot of people on radio. Do they still do where they change their voice like cheesy DJ guys? Yes. They do, They still do it, don't yeah. they? And it's just it's just so pathetic. I didn't know your wife was Canadian. Always apologizing for you. Sorry. 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 Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. So uh, thank you for listening. Canadian. Stop it. All right. I just thought that was a funny story because she, yes, yeah, right away, yes, yeah, sorry. Because <laughs> usually it's followed by, he's an idiot. Or, you know, anyway, but no, 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 no. That's only from other family members. So, all right, three things I think you need to know. Number one, Jeff Flake uh, voted for tax reform, the Senate tax reform bill, because he apparently was told he could get backing from the Senate leadership of the administration to make sure that the DACA recipients get amnesty because that's his priority. Oh, listen, I. We, I am the Republican Party. We need to get back to normal stuff like that. Okay, way to go, Jeff. Bye. Can you leave now? Now. Second thing that I think you need to know. Uh, Brian Ross of ABC News suspended for four weeks without pay for his BS report. When I was in college, they said you have to not just double check, but triple check your sources. Apparently, that doesn't work that way to be a network reporter like Brian Ross because he's messed up a whole bunch of times. Uh, he said that it was candidate Trump that told Mike Flynn to call Russia and he was going to testify, Flynn was going to testify to Mueller and, and just sink Trump and 
market sank 350 points, and by that night on ABC's evening uh, news show that nobody watches, uh, he apologized and uh, retracted it, kind of. But and ABC got a kind of a wuss way. Of, oh, we 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 uh, sorry for the uh, the error, and there's a clarification now. You guys screwed up like a lot. I mean, to make the market drop 350 points because you got the tax reform passed, and all of a sudden it looks like Trump's going to go down. Man, it caused a sell-off. So uh, he's suspended. On my page at KNST.com, we have Joy Behar getting a uh, a note from a producer or somebody from The View where she was just like, oh, this is so good. We'll play that for you because I, I find it funny because she's so ignorant. Uh, third thing I think you need to know, now we've, we're, we're finding out why, apparently, one of the big-time FBI investigators working for Mueller on the special counsel investigating Trump, he was uh, booted off the team about four months ago. Congressman, Republican Congressman Devin Nunes wanted to find out why, and he couldn't get an answer for months from the FBI and the DOJ until Saturday when the story leaked out. This guy that was booted from the Mueller team hated Trump, was having an affair with another FBI agent where they were exchanging anti-Trump messages, and he also happened to be the FBI agent that was in charge of looking over Hillary's emails, telling Jim Comey nothing to see here. It's all good. She had no intent. He's the one that personally interviewed Hillary, but didn't put her under oath, didn't record it because he wanted her to win. I mean, where does it stop? He was involved in the dossier investigation as well, the fake Russian dossier. But the thing is, so he was booted, and they wouldn't tell this congressman why. Why is that? Most of the lawyers, if not all of them on Mueller's team, hate Trump. They were Clinton supporters. One worked for the Clinton Foundation. So what's the difference between that guy and this? But then again, the FBI, aren't they supposed to be justices blind? You know, the whole thing like that. Yeah, so the FBI, the FBI is, listen, it's a mess. And I get there are some great people that are probably pissed that this guy is making them all look bad. Three things I think you need to know. Now let's go back to the, uh, let's play the the Brian, well, let's play the, um, let's do the uh, the, the view chicks first. Let, just bear with me on this. You're going to like it. Number 90. Number 90, Joy Behar. So anybody that decides to get news, God bless you. Finally, it was you, it was the other way around for the final. Usually it's me that sneezes with your mic on. Way to go, jerk. Go wash your hands, you filthy animal. So anyway. Remember, shake your hand. No. So um, Joy Behar, in the middle of the, the View show, gets a note and, and reads it and gets all excited because of the Brian Ross thing. Listen to this. Here we go. ABC News' Brian Ross is reporting. Ross. Michael Flynn promised full cooperation to the Mueller team and is prepared to testify that as a candidate, Donald Trump directed him to make contact with the Russians. Yes! 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 Beginning to look a lot like Christmas, oh and it's beginning to look a lot like collusion. Yeah. yeah. This I mean, like you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. <laughs> reaction from the audience, by the no, way. No. I mean, he goes to jail. He goes to I jail. Mean, he goes to jail. <laughs> lock him up. Lock him up. Oh boy, but it was so hateful. We said lock him up. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, no, we said lock her up. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay, but same thing. No, yes. you're right. You're right. But it's 2017. Who knows? One more, let's follow up. up. Let's let us follow up with Joy Behar and the crazy chicks from The View. Here we go. Ani 
election night, yeah. I had to wear a veil. I was in mourning. Black. Keep it so on. this is like the that's antithesis true. of that hideous night. Well, and that's why I'm happy. Even though there's hideous. clapping and screaming and yeah. everyone's excited, it, it, it's also a mixed emotion which thing. Which is treasonous. Which oh, is bad. Yeah. But it doesn't, that doesn't mean it's good for the country either way. That's really bad if the present day president is, is there is collusion proven here. So it's not that it's really? a happy day. It's we need to figure out what went down here. Like that, I, I can't find myself cheering either. Oh, no, it's a happy day. Come on. what he did and this country can Ooh. start to heal yes taken down and just hours later number 93 please brian ross on abc news's night show about his fake news here we go a clarification tonight on something one of flynn's confidants told us and we reported earlier today he said the president has asked flynn to contact russia during the campaign he's now clarifying that saying Whoops. according to flynn candidate trump asked him during the campaign to find ways to repair relations with russia and other hotspots and then after the election the president-elect asked him to told him to contact russia on issues including working together to fight isis whoops you know, I can't wait to, I, I never wanted to watch, uh, never wanted to watch The View, but I kind of want to watch now. I agree. <laughs> I do, I do, man. What are you going to say now, Joy? She's going to, she's going to ignore it. Dude, I mean this. Never happened. Ugh. Well, what do you want me to say at the time? I mean, yeah, he still did it. That's what's going <laughs> to. Oh, okay. It's still there. Uh, by the way, again, this whole thing happened because Flynn told the FBI I didn't talk to the Russians, and he did. But it's because somebody at the FBI, maybe it was this crooked agent, somebody unmasked, maybe it was Susan Rice, maybe it was uh, Powers. Um, anyway, they were listening, the feds were listening to Kislyak, the Russian ambassador, because they should, but they had no right to monitor an American unless they went to a judge and got a warrant, and they never did. But they said, we need to hear who's on the other end. Who's the American talking to the ambassador? And somebody leaked out, and who there needs to be an investigation about who did that illegal leaking, unmasking, illegal unmasking, and illegal leaking. That hasn't happened yet. And this whole thing, the investigation into Trump was how Russia helped Trump win the election. This had nothing to do with it. This was after the election, and apparently Trump told Flynn, call Russia, tell them that we want their, their help to fight ISIS in Syria, so we're going to ease, ease up on some crap that Obama did. That's pretty much, that, that's, that's all it is. And you want, and only if Joy Behar, this is why when you, this, this is what pisses me off. Like, I prepare so much. You could ask Ryan, I'm not just saying that. Do I not prepare for this show? You do. I prepare for the show a lot. And it's just, you know, it's just us. And you get these, these, Mostly uh, you. these, hi thank you. These well, hyenas, these five hyenas on this show. That's, it's just us, mostly me, not just say, but it's true, for four hours. And you get these hyenas, five of them, for a one hour show where they have guests. And they still can't do their own damn work. This is what pisses me off. They get paid more money. It bothers me. Trust me. Am I envious? No, I'm just mad. I don't like people work, get paid to do work that they don't earn. That's what bothers me. So and I then, must bother you. Shut up. <laughs> you, you do You do plenty. You do, you do, you're good and plenty. You're good and plenty. All right, good enough. So they, they get up. They can't even do their own damn work. Let's go back to uh, number 89. Mark Toner, State Department spokesman under John Kerry with the Obama administration, December last year. Listen to what uh, a reporter said about Flynn, because they knew Flynn talked to the Russians. And guess what? They no problem with it. Listen, here we go. The, the, this building doesn't see anything necessarily 
uh, you know, inappropriate about contact between members of the incoming administration and foreign officials, no, no. matter what country they're from. No. Right? No. And, and again, this has been ongoing. I mean, we stand ready if they want to work through the State Department to contact some of these individuals, um, but we have no, um, you know, no comment or no uh, uh, problem with them doing such on their own. Okay. Hello? So it's about nothing. Listen, it's not just me that should be upset. It's women because these five female hyenas are setting women back decades. Like that makes people want to say, you know what? You just belong in the kitchen because you don't know what you're talking about. Like women should be more upset than me. I went there. You should do a commercial. Maybe you should get your information from people that actually have a penis. Unlike the the, the chicken in Michigan, the attorney general. If people didn't hear that, you got to find that from last week. You got to find that. This Michigan attorney, Dina, what the hell? With, I don't remember. Yes, just, just you'll you'll see it. Um, no, you'll see it. Dane, 72, right there. He seven, took it out. He did. <laughs> Dana Nessel, right there. Dana Nessel, number 72. You're right right There you go. She's running for attorney general in Michigan, and she's a Democrat, and she's like upset with all the sex assault cases and things going on, even though most of them, more than the majority, happen to be Democrats. Uh, listen, there's some two-bag Republicans, too. Don't get me wrong. But she basically had a new way to vote for her. Here we go. Listen to this. If the last few weeks has taught us anything, it's that we need more women in positions of power, not less. So when you're choosing Michigan's next attorney general, ask yourself this. Who can you trust most yes. not to show you their penis in a professional setting? Mm. Is it the candidate who doesn't have a penis? My wife. I'd say so. I don't... What? What? What did you just say? My wife doesn't have one, so oh. she wouldn't do it. But yes, that, that actually happened. She's running for attorney general, Democratic candidate for attorney general of Michigan. And I know, I know what you say. So I said, yeah, that's why. You should get your news from someone that has a penis. But at the same time, I know you're saying Brian Ross, but here's the thing. There's no guarantee Brian Ross actually has a penis. Have you seen Brian Ross? There's a pretty good chance the guy has nothing. Like he's a Ken doll. Oh, he needs some milk. Needs something. <laughs> Teddy, thank you for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Good morning, Garrett. Hi. Um, I hope I can trust you not to show me your penis. Wear a blindfold. Done. Wear a blindfold. Actually, no, 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 no guarantees. No guarantees. No guarantees. No guarantees. <laughs> okay. I'm going to trust you anyway. My buddy Eric told me to watch these. He told me he saw the Joy Behar thing on yes. TV the other day. I just went to your website and checked it out. My God, you got to feel sorry for these poor women. It's all they've got. Yeah, that is all they've they got. They pinned all their hopes and dreams on that. <laughs> and now look what happened today. Oh, they just got owned. They just got. They should just show up with blenders in hand, sit down at the table. <laughs> Um, Irons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And just say, we're going to get to work now. Okay. Oh, come on. Uh, thank you, Ted. Bye-bye. Yep. We're going to have like a whole stampede of women that just don't get the show. Hopefully they show bring up. their irons and exactly. their blenders. Oh, man. <laughs> what? That's, you know. Give them a lesson how to make some gazpacho or something. They're blenders. Again, we can say that because Ryan and I do all the cooking in our house. <laughs> yes. I make a really good And gazpacho. I was up at three ironing this shirt for a client meeting today. So, yes. We can tell. It's a... This is a good. My wife makes fun because I, she's like, you take way too long. I'm like, I make sure every single wrinkle is out. It'll drive me nuts. That's the whole point of ironing to begin with. Or well, you can yeah. just throw it in the dryer for like oh, ten yeah. minutes. No, it's not I, the same. I need the creases. Oh. I need the creases. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. Okay. 
All right, good enough. That's just nice. That's okay. So uh, there's a 922. Um, now this this is just awesome. There's actually someone that has come out. We get into the illegal alien story, the NFL story. One more butte has just emerged from this morning as well. See, this is the great thing is we do the show on you know live and it's there and things happen. Uh, now people, you ready for this one? This has to jump to the front though. Uh, there is someone out there predicting many deaths if tax reform takes place. Deaths. You get your own money back, you're going to die. Oh, yeah, you got to hear it to believe it. And it's happening. It's happening. We'll get to it in force. 923 KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Eating talk. Nine twenty-eight. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, Seventy-three for the high today. Digging it. Sixties for the next few days. Then back up to the seventies, mid-seventies next week. Go away. I want to enjoy hot chocolate in my shorts. <laughs> Not like in, but That's shut gross. up. Shut up. Just you know. At Garrett Lewis on Twitter, please. Say about that. Please follow me on Twitter because it'll be good for you. At Garrett Lewis. Two R's, one T. If you do two T's. It's some uh, weather guy in northwest Arkansas who gets nasty tweets from some people that don't like me. And then he sends them to me. <laughs> so, yeah, don't don't make that mistake. Two R's, one T. Two R's, one T. Uh, yeah. Um, now, so apparently, uh, you got to love this. If tax form goes through, uh, people are going to die. That's what the other side always says. Every, everybody's going to die. Oh, you do this, you're going to die. Because, I mean, that's like the ultimate fear, right? You know, you're going to die. Cause you're going to die anyways. Done, well, but... That's a good. That's a great point, actually. I hate to say it. But if I, listen, man, you're going to die anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Just get your money back and have fun while you're alive. You know who's less likely to die? People without the penis. Because we do all the work. Anyway, um, Larry Summers. I don't know. I'm just going back to that lady. Did you look in your wife's purse? That's why she's going to live longer. She has everything. <laughs> uh, Larry Summers, who goes on CNBC... <laughs> Former Treasury Secretary uh, for Obama, was big time in, in Obama and Clinton administrations, right? Uh, he went on CNBC to talk about an op-ed that he wrote. Now, listen to this. Here we go. Listen to this. Here we go. There's pretty clear evidence looking across different states. Clear looking evidence. when health insurance has been phased in mm. and out. Yes. When people lose health insurance, they're less likely to get preventive care. They're more likely to defer health care they need. And ultimately, they're more likely to die. Pause it. And Pause it's very it. hard to quantify. They're Because if you don't know, the Senate version of tax reform, not the House, the Senate, they take away the Obamacare mandate because it's a tax cut. And by the way, I wonder if they did a study for the people that chose to pay the actual tax because they didn't want to pay for the insurance. It was cheaper for them to pay the tax. How many of them are still living? Wouldn't that be nice to find out? And you heard what this guy said, right? Go back to the beginning real quick. Clear cut evidence. Clear cut evidence, right? Go ahead. There's pretty clear evidence looking across different states and looking when health insurance has been phased in right. and out. Okay, pause it. When people lose... Uh, in this CNBC story, a National Institutes of Health study from 2009 pre-Obamacare found no relationship between the mortality risk of the insured and uninsured. The study said it's not possible to draw firm casual infer- uh, inferences from the results of observational analysis. But there is little evidence to suggest that extending insurance coverage to all adults 
would have a large effect on the number of deaths in the United States. Uh, Want to know why? Just because you have health insurance doesn't mean you take better care of yourself. So uh, this guy is dumb. But, you know, when they start saying you're going to die, you know, you know, tell you're racist. Okay, you got nothing. You're going to die. They really have nothing. Let's just play the whole thing. I thought it was really good. Go ahead. When people lose health insurance, they're less likely to get preventive care. They're yes. more likely to defer health care they need. And ultimately, they're more likely to die. Oh. And it's very hard to quantify precisely. My mm. piece explains why an estimate that thousands will die mm. uh, as a consequence of this bill is actually a very conservative uh, very estimate. Very conservative. Uh, more done much, much more carefully based on much more rigorous evidence than the absurd claims made by some that this bill will somehow pay for itself. Mm. What? You're going to die and the bill won't pay for itself. Well, you don't want people to die, do you? So you have to be against this. You got to love how they frame the argument. Uh, What if everything's incorrect? By the way, I'm going to retweet something that a reporter named Jack Posobiec just put up. A... What is this? Oh, this is from um, the Washington Post, January 23rd. Washington Post. FBI reviewed Flynn's calls with Russian ambassador, but found nothing illicit. Oh, oh, oh. That's why I want you to follow me on Twitter. I write things. I retweet things that are good. It's good for you. Uh, Nothing illicit. So the FBI broke the law by leaking his name. Somebody leaked it. Well, they spied on him without a warrant. There you go. 933. Coming back in about uh, six minutes. Got to get to the story about the illegal alien who got caught because he opened his mouth to the media. That's a great story. Uh, and the NFL player that basically told the fans to stick it. Don't come to the games anymore. You got to love that one, too. Don't you go Anywhere right now, here's the latest. 941. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Jeff Flake. He, man, oh man, oh man. He, 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 he. He said he's voting for tax reform because he got the assurance from uh, McConnell and leadership there in the Senate and the administration with Trump that uh, DAC recipients would get some kind of amnesty. He calls it something different, but it's amnesty. And I hope Trump doesn't really believe that. It'd, it'd bother me. Can't just give him one fell swoop amnesty. There's fraud in that program. Anyway. That's why Jeff Flake voted for tax reform, to make sure illegal aliens were given amnesty. Yay, Jeff. Oh, you can't leave soon enough. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, Brian Ross, ABC News, suspended for four weeks without pay for putting out the fake news that it was candidate Trump that told Mike Flynn to call the Russians. And Flynn is going to testify against Trump for Mueller and Trump's going down. Yeah, that happened Friday morning. By Friday night, ABC World News tonight. He retracted it. Markets already dropped 350 points, though. Fake news, fake news, fake news again. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is that uh, the whole investigation by Robert Mueller, the special counsel into Trump, seems to be a bunch of garbage. Nothing but Trump haters. As if you, you probably have some questions about everything they're doing, considering just about every lawyer is a Hillary supporter. One work for the Clinton Foundation that's helping out Mueller. Uh, now the FBI agent that was involved in the lead guy basically investigating for Mueller was having an affair with an FBI agent trading anti-Trump mess- text messages. He was removed four months ago, but Mueller and the team and the FBI and the DOJ wouldn't tell Republican Congressman Devin Nunez why. Now it leaked out over the weekend in the news. Now it did that. 
Turns out this guy also, he hates Trump so much, he was also in charge of looking at Hillary's emails, gave Comey the go-ahead, nothing to see here, reviewed Hillary's emails found on Anthony Weiner's computer. Nothing to see here, reviewed 50,000 emails in one night. Isn't that amazing? He's the one that interviewed Hillary, one-on-one, on that July 4th weekend. Didn't record it, didn't put her under oath. Huh. Yeah, told Comey she didn't have any intent. And he was picked to help investigate Trump. Are you kidding me? It's crooked. whole thing needs to stop. Three things I think you need to know. Now, uh, really quick, I just saw this tweet. You know, Herm Edwards was named coach of ASU, ASU football team? Who? Herm Edwards. Now, he coached in the NFL, coached college a long time ago, played in the NFL. Uh, he's been an analyst for a bunch of years in ESPN. Herm Edwards. No, but this is what's fun. And I'm like, really? They just can't, they can't seem to get it right up there in Tempe. Can't seem to get it right. But uh, on Twitter, there was a, uh, there was a tweet. I just retweeted it because it was just too funny. Now, Herm Edwards, I'm like, what does he have to do? Like, what can he do when it comes to college recruiting? Does he really uh, have anything in common with the current guys? But you hire coaches to, you know, that that have more in common with the younger guys nowadays. But um, this quote, you ready for this? From Jeremy Clough over the Arizona Republic. Herm Edwards on ASU football coaching job. Quote, the staff has done a good job. I don't know any of them. Hang on. The staff has done a good job. I don't know any of them, but they know who I am. I would just try and build on what they've built and take it to the next level. I'm just going to show up, try to be motivating in the way I speak. Call it a day. Cash a paycheck. Move on. I think I get my. I think based on ASU, they let this other guy coach for six years and he sucked. I got a good four years minimum paychecks coming in my way. They'll do all the work. I'll just show up. Don't you, you? Everybody knows managers like that, right? Everybody does all the work. No. Yeah. They just, yeah, it happens. Well, you're my manager. Well, so. there you go. Holy smokes. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, ASU. Uh, anyway. Well, what were you expecting? I, nothing, to be honest with you. Literally nothing. Congratulations. Yeah, there you go. And I mentioned it when I started the show. Real quick, New York Fed... Uh, pointing to 3.9% growth for the fourth quarter in our GDP, our economic growth. So we'd have 3, 3, 3, and 3, 9. And that's with Obamacare still in place and tax reform not done yet. Imagine what would happen when those things go away. Oh. You know, well, we can't have more than 5% growth. Six, I'm telling you, it'd be huge. Because this, com- this country is dying to get working again. We are just, we are like salivating at the chance to get stuff going. Oh, and by the way, do you hear this? Australia, this is competition. Trump wants lower tax rates. Senate voted to do it. Now the Senate and the House have to get together and figure out what they like and don't like, come to a deal, and they come up with a bill, then it's to go through the House and the Senate again, and then to the President, boom, done. Let's hope they can knock it out very quickly. Uh, But Australia has announced they are going to lower their corporate tax rate. What is it called? Their company tax rate. Yep, it's already at 25%. They want to lower it because they want to compete in the world. They're seeing what we're going to do, and they're like, "Uh uh-oh. We have to do this too. This is called competition. This is a beautiful thing. Of course, even if it's the same as ours, they lower it to the same as ours or whatever. Where'd you rather be, Australia or America? We have the advantage. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, all right, NFL. Do you see over the weekend all the empty seats in the games? Oh man, it was bad. Uh, I again, I happened to pop on the local tube real quick and I saw a bunch of red in the in the stands for the Falcons Vikings game in Atlanta. And I'm thinking, is it red Falcons fans jerseys that they're wearing? Like, what is it? What's going on? Oh, no. They zoomed in when, like, a field goal kick was happening. Empty seats everywhere. 
This is a brand new stadium. This team went to the Super Bowl last year. It ain't looking good, I'll tell you that. Not at all. It is not looking too good for the NFL. Uh, And by the way, you had a whole bunch of people uh, kneeling. I think it was like at least 25 players were kneeling again this week. And this is right after, by the way, the owners of the NFL said, we're going to give $87 million to charities of the players' liking. Everything that's close to African Americans for equality and justice and this and that, we're going to give it to them. And what do the players do? They continue to kneel. They actually kneel in greater numbers than the week before. You got to love this, huh? Yeah. Uh, let me tell you, there's another, maybe the biggest fool of them all, besides Roger Goodell, one of the guys that knelt, uh, Olivier Vernon, a New York Giants defensive end. And by the way, he signed a five-year, $85 million contract the most, uh, the biggest contract for a defensive end in NFL history. All right? Now, the reason he can make that much money is because they have a lot of eyeballs, a lot of ears watching and listening to NFL games. Yet this idiot uh, said, you ready? you ready for this? Asked about kneeling, stuff like that. He told NFL fans basically to stick it. Washington Times had the story. They had the quote. This is what he said, quote, you hear coward and stand up and disgrace. It's fine. As long as nobody comes on the field and touches me, you stay where you're at, you're going to be all right. They have a right. Oh, yeah, I hear it all the time. If they don't like it, don't come to the game. Owners just gave $87 million. These idiot owners. Jerry Jones has got to have steam coming out of his, well, every single place where they it could in his body. And this guy, making $85 bucks, told the fans, you don't like it? Don't come here. I mean... The fans pay the salary through going to the game, listening, watching, buying products, buying advertisers' products. What a fool. What a fool. And he hasn't backed down, by the way. Wouldn't somebody, you think anybody, the owner? Hey, dude, you work for me. You're my employee. Just like if there was an employee at a movie theater, you tell the kid, shut up. Stop saying the movies suck, you idiot. Just shut up. If somebody's working for McDonald's and they go on and start talking about how the Big Mac sucks, pretty sure McDonald's is going to fire him. That franchise owner is going to fire that person. It's like they're afraid, right? They're afraid to say anything. It's just, it's the dumbest, dumbest thing. I just, it literally makes no sense to me. Does it make any sense to you? Because it makes no sense to me. How could, how could he be an owner and let this go? And there are empty seats all over the place. All over the place. Every stadium. Well, whatever. Um, you know, if, if I weren't in such a fun league for fantasy football where we say things to each other that would probably get us divorced and arrested, but it's the only place we could do it. It's a guy, it's a guy thing. I'd be, I'd be done with everything, too. Now you're being sexist. But it's true. It's it's true. It is. See this story? I saw a bright bar. High school cheerleaders took a knee. High school cheerleaders took a knee. Um, during a football game. Of course, they got praised on national public radio, NPR. A pair of high school cheerleaders. One of them even uh, wrote her own Black Lives Matter-styled version of the, national, of the Star-Spangled Banner. 
Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that more tomorrow. I'm running short on time. 9.51, we come back. The story about an illegal alien who got busted because he opened his mouth to the media. Hilarious. 9.51, we'll continue in 5. KNST AM 790, two sounds most stimulating talk.